Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast. I'm Burke Allen. If you hear noise in the background, we're in the middle of the glass-enclosed nerve center, the podcast booth uh, facility at the American Library Association's annual conference and exhibition. This is where the who's who of authors and publishers and book agents and publicists are. Thousands of people surround us. But I was able to, to grab one of them and bring him in. He's a best-selling author and a familiar face, especially if you're a sports fan, a golf fan. Craig Can is with us. He's written a book called Can You Get Our Attention? It's all about how to stand out in the world. You've done a pretty good job with that. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, it's great to be with you as always. This is this is pretty cool. To be in Chicago, first off, it's my hometown, and any chance I get to come here is fantastic. But but honestly, just to be a part of something like this, to get the invite, and you look around, you see all these, as you say, who's who in publishing oh, yeah. and authors. And Judy uh, Bloom was here. I saw that, and um, man, it makes you pinch yourself. There's no question about it. What's it like coming back to Chicago? Uh, it's special for me. It is. You know, I grew up here, um, same street, same town, two different houses, and um, I, I have a lot of great family memories here, and really... As I wrote in the book, that's where my dream began, you know, second floor of my family home. And I, all I ever wanted to do was be a sportscaster. And, uh, and I chased that dream for a long time. Played sports in high school and all that. Went to college to be a broadcaster and did that for 30 years, uh, 18 of them at the network level. And then I ended up with a, with a cool transition and some other opportunities after I basically, I guess, fulfilled that dream of mine. Uh, some other things came my way that I really didn't see coming. And one of them, of course, now being an author, writing a book and helping companies to, to become better. When you're on your way up uh, in, in the television business, yeah. you know, most of us became aware of you as, as that talking head for the mm-hmm. Golf Channel. But there's a long journey to get you there. So walk us through that from that kid in his bedroom dreaming of it in Chicago land as, as a young man. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's something that really is a dream. And a lot of people struggle with being rejected. Uh, you get a lot of no's along the way. And I was just one of those people that said, I'm going to find my way. I'm going to find my voice. I'm going to find my style and try to try to just be me. And if it works out, great. But I wanted to be a sportscaster so bad. Um, I went to school for it at the University of Missouri. I then went to local TV. I was in Columbus, Georgia for uh, a very short time at an ABC affiliate. And then I went to Fort Myers, Florida. I was there for a couple of years. My co-anchor there when I got to anchor was Hoda Kotb from the Today Show. That was pretty cool, right? Uh, Then I went to Grand Rapids, Kalamazoo, Michigan, and I spent four years there. And then, lo and behold, uh, I always had a love for golf and was involved in the game. But I got this phone call that the Golf Channel was starting, and would I be interested? And, of course, I was. And um, somehow, some way, um, out of a 1,000 tapes, I was given the opportunity to interview for a job there and be one of the first six. And I was one of the original six on-air personalities. Uh, I tell people, chase the dream, right? I mean, you have to be passionate about it, but you need some breaks along the way. And, and you have to find a way to separate yourself. You honestly do. And that's really what the book is all about. And I feel like that's what my career's kind of been about, is, is finding a way to be uniquely different in some way, but also connect with audiences, because that's what we have to do. I mean, there are a lot of people that do what you do. Right. There are a lot of people that have done what I do or did, and that's not good enough. That's just not good enough. That's ordinary. 
we have to find a way to be extraordinary. We have to find a way to uh, separate ourselves. And that's, that's kind of what I do now for companies and helping people to present not only the best of their organization, but the best of themselves in a unique way. A point of differentiation is huge. And being there on the ground floor of the Golf Channel, to a large extent, gave that to you. You said you were one of the first six. Yeah. Paint a picture for us of what it's like to be in on the ground floor of launching something like that. The well, guts, the glory, the warts, the good stuff. Yeah, just a, a, a quick story on that. When I flew down for my interview, they flew me down first class from Kalamazoo. Now, they flew me back coach, all right? And I tell people that story all the time. Everybody always gets a chuckle out of that. And I didn't understand why at the time. Now, the gentleman that hired me, Mike Whalen, who is in my book as one of my influencers, um, told me later... And he's battling cancer, so uh, God bless him and prayers to him. But he told me that they wanted to fly me down first class because they wanted to show me and everybody that it was going to be a first class operation. All right, Arnold Palmer's name attached to it, Joe Gibbs, not the football coach, Joe Gibbs, first class operation. They flew me back coach to show me that there were going to be some bumps along the road, that it was going to be uh, not you know, five-star hotels as we launched. There was going to be a lot of work we had to put in, a lot of coach work, if you will, not first-class work. We were going to be first-class in every way, but but there were going to be some challenges. And that's pretty special. We worked hard. I mean, we put in hours upon hours, a 24-hour network, and... um, I'm very proud of that. I'm very proud of that. I learned so much from the people that I worked with, so many talented people, not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera. And uh, it was a team. It was a family. It was special. How old were you when you got that, that offer? Uh, I was, uh, I believe, 28. You were and a kid. I, I, I was. I was a kid. There's no question about it. And um, I left there after 18 years when I got the phone call out of nowhere, really, would I be interested in being the chief communications officer of a professional sports league, um, which was the LPGA. Right. And I tell people, you know, I, I do a show on Sirius XM, PGA Tour Radio, right. but if the PGA Tour had called, I wouldn't have taken that job. The LPGA needed needed a boost. It needed energy. It needed a passion promoter. And I decided this was an opportunity that just doesn't fall in the laps of guys that wear makeup and read teleprompters. <laughs> so I said, I, I got to try this. I don't know what I know about being a chief communications officer, but I know media. I know people. I, I feel like I have a master's in communications, even though that's not my degree from college. Well, you certainly mastered the skill. And the book, by the way, has won just a ton of awards. So if you're looking to stand out from the crowd, uh, can you get our attention? Is something you got to get on your bookshelf. Um, I want to ask you about uh, one more golf question because sure. it's been huge in sure. the last month. You may have heard about this uh, Live Golf thing <laughs> and this merger thing. Um, first question, did you see it coming? Did you see the merger coming? I don't know that uh, anybody who really follows the game didn't see something like that coming. Challenge is a part of every business, right? There's always somebody trying to one-up somebody else um, and do it a little bit better or uniquely different. And if you go back to the NBA and you think about the ABA, if you go back to the NFL, you think about the AFL. If you think about, you know, Indy, you think about CART. You know, there's always been challenges in other sports leagues, but nothing like this, nothing as disruptive as this and political in so many ways. Sure. So I don't know that somebody saw it coming to this degree. Um, we're a long way from conclusion in my belief. I know that, um, and I get so many calls on the radio show about this. I mean, it's a topic everybody's talking about. Of course. Where's the PGA Tour going to go? I think there's a bigger picture. Where's golf going to go? Um, 
we're going to figure it out along the way. I've been to a live event. It wasn't for me, but I do understand that there's some things that can benefit the game overall. The PGA Tour has always been something that I've been proud to be associated with, and I'm on that side. But I do think golf will benefit to some degree from the challenge. For people that don't follow golf closely, you know, Liv had so much money involved. And they, to your point, really worked hard to have a point of differentiation from the PGA. Sure. You, know, you watch PGA event on TV and people do the quote-unquote golf clap very yeah, quietly. Yeah. You know, you go to, to a live event, it's not far off from pro wrestling. That's right. There's uh, music on every hole. Uh, it's 54 holes, thus live if you're L-I-V, right? Uh, 54. Look, the Roman numeral. We should. That's point exactly out that. right. That's, that's right. exactly that's right. Where that comes from players wearing shorts, um, beverage carts on every hole. It's just a different environment. It's a different environment. Uh, but you know, at the same point, um, look, professional golfers are independent contractors. They are independent contractors, and the PGA Tour is a corporation. Corporations have to do what's in the benefit of corporations. They also have to try to do and make decisions that benefit those who participate underneath that corporation right. and serve the players in their best interest. I think it's going to be interesting. The players on the PGA Tour have had a voice for a long time. They're on policy boards. If you want to be an independent contractor, that's fine, but not everything goes your way. So where's this going to settle? I don't know for sure, but it's very interesting, and there's a lot of litigation issues. You're probably in a good place to kind of watch it, having a lot of knowledge of the game, knowing a lot of the players. But no responsibility for any of it, right? That's right. And my show is filled with guests uh, that are players. And I do love getting their opinion. I do love listening to them and finding out exactly what they think. It's, it's definitely disruptive is the best word that you could possibly use. Before we talk about the book, the, sure. the SiriusXM radio show, when can people listen and what channel? Thanks. It's Monday nights on SiriusXM PGA Tour Radio. Um, that's SiriusXM 92. And the show is called Connected with Craig Can. And I love the name of that because that's what I try to do. I connect with um, my audience first and foremost, but I connect with guests. It's not all about me. I don't want the show to be all about me. I want it to be about the people that I bring on to uh, hear their stories, their experiences, and their love for the game. That's what's most important for me. Writing a book. Monday nights, by the way, 6 p.m. Eastern. 6 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM on the, uh, the Golf Channel. Yeah. Right, very good. The book, writing a book. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah, it it's is. hard work. As you see, you know, we're doing this broadcast from uh, the McCormick Place, which is, if you've never been to Chicago, is a massive, massive facility. Thousands of books come out every month. Why in the world did you wade into that? It's a great question. Uh, I tell people that I did not write the book to get rich off the book. Okay. I wrote the book to get rich off opportunities that could come from writing a book. And I think that's my message to a lot of other authors. Look, I don't want to be a professional author. That's not my goal. I now, um, in Can Advisory Group, another pivot post-LPGA and, and my time there, and having spent time on the Olympic Committee in 2016 and trying to usher golf into the Olympics for the first time in 100 years, I've spent a lot of time building brands. Right. I've spent a lot of time helping people elevate through a message and telling a story. And so I wanted to tell my story, but I wanted to use all the experiences that I've had, uh, be it in you know media, communications, presentation skills, public speaking, branding, social media, all that, and help people understand the value of building a platform 
not just a platform, but a platform worth following. In other words, look, I don't want to be known. I would rather be knowable. I like that. And I think it's important for people to differentiate themselves. I do workshops around the country for Fortune 500 companies, and um, and I get to spend time with a lot of people. I do keynotes. And people say, Craig, will you come in and do this, 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 and this? And I say, what I'm going to give them is an experience. And that's what we need to do. So this book, Can You Get Our Attention? There are a lot of audiences out there. There are a lot of people that talk. There are a lot of podcasts. A lot of people talking to audiences, but not many with something really worth paying attention to, a message really worth following, a message worthy of being shared to other people. And that's what I try to do and help people with through this book is helping them build a brand that can get people's attention, keep people's attention, and one that's shareable. How can people find you and maybe have you work with them on a brand? Well, Number one, the website, canadvisory.com. That's K-A-N-N, advisory.com. And I've got a pretty big social media f- platform um, on, on various, um, you know, different <coughs> feeds. You're TikToking out there, are you? You know, I'm not TikToking yet. I'm not TikToking. Could. I could. I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. Um, my girlfriend's a big TikToker. Big TikToker, right? That's not for me just yet, but I do. I do enjoy watching that stuff. Uh, you can get me on Twitter. You can get Can Advisory on Twitter. You can get me on Instagram. You get Can Advisory on Instagram. Same with Facebook. The one thing is, if you follow me, you're going to learn about the green shoe. All right, you're going to learn about the book, which, as you say, can you get our attention? Standing out about your your story, learning your story, the importance of a, a story to a company. Right? I mean, I'm not buying your podcast if I don't buy you first. I'm right. not buying your business if I don't. Buy you first. So I travel with a green shoe. And the and green shoe is here in our podcast studio. It right is. Now. Yeah, I brought one along. So I have this um, this display in my in my keynotes and in my workshops that has uh, a pair of green shoes sandwiched in between five pairs of white shoes. All right? Now, look, ordinary doesn't work today. you got to be extraordinary. The white shoes, ordinary. The green shoes stand out. They get people's attention. How do we, as a business, as a person, become green shoe worthy? Do we have a green shoe message? Do we have uh, a green shoe social media platform? Um, are we, look, in all the corporations, I, I talk about this too. Employees, eh, no, let's turn them into ambassadors of the brand. And so in my workshops, in my keynotes, which are interactive, somebody stands out. People get to talk and somebody earns a green shoe. So I give them that green shoe. It's got the logo on it. And hopefully they understand, everybody does through that presentation, the importance of being that person who stands out. I got to tell you, I buy into what you're selling 110%. I think if you need a branding expert, Craig Kent is the guy. Can Advisory Group. You've seen him on TV for years. He knows what he's doing. And he'll bring a, a green tennis shoe to your next event. Hey, I really appreciate it. Thanks for all you do. And, um, you know, you're, you're really good at what you do. You're really good at what you do. And it's a pleasure to be amidst all these people here. And I'm pinching myself. I did it from the moment I got here, and I'm doing it on the way out as well. It's an incredible event. We're broadcasting the podcast from the American Library Association annual conference and exhibition in Craig Kent's hometown of Chicago, Illinois, Maine. I appreciate it. It's Thanks great to be here. here. Great yes, to sir. be here. That's best-selling author Craig Can. Find him online at the Can Advisory Group as well. Can help you elevate your communication. Thanks to our producer, Mr. G, for making it all happen today. 
From Chicago, I'm Burke Allen for Craig Kent. Thanks for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast, sponsored by SpeakerMatch.com. Now, go out and make it a great day. Bye, everybody.